The annual Bathurst 1000 car race has been run and won. Is it only for the rev heads or is it like a football grand final? Could it attract a much wider range of people than the usual throughout the season series? What does it need to appeal to a wide audience? Characters? Drama? Action, of course. Now, this year's race took just over six hours with cars averaging 160 kilometres an hour. That is really fast. Did it have all the necessary elements to make it a great race? Brent Davidson and I watched it closely in separate households, uh, but he's joined us on the line to give us his opinion. Brent, thanks very much for your time. David, it's always my pleasure to come on the show. Now, listen, I've got to tell you something. You put it there about the car race we watch. Like There's the Melbourne Cup. Watch the Melbourne Cup. We all stop and watch the Aussie Rules Grand Final. We all stop and watch the Rugby League Grand Final. And this is the car race we all watch. We don't so much watch the Australian Grand Prix because nah, that's, that, that's other people. These are our homegrown heroes. And I think that's it. We, we all become an expert on car racing on Bathurst Sunday. It was always that showroom car. It's not now, I know. But it's still got Holdens and Fords and, in fact, Mercedes and uh, Volvos yep. and, and Nissans. It, it's got a bit more of a mixture now, and I think they're aiming for that. It's certainly something that I grew up with following the the Bathurst race more than I ever did Formula One. Absolutely, absolutely. The only the only thing that might cause our Bathurst 1000 a bit of grief um, in coming years is the February 12-hour GT race. Same track, mm. some of the same drivers, very different cars, but, but the whole thing is there. It's a long-distance race on a very tough track. Cars go bang against fences. People cry. You know, there's drama, there's the whole thing. It's a real little soap opera encapsulated into one, one 12 hour or, or one 6 hour or whatever car race event. The thing I found about it is that quite often uh, these things have been endurance races uh, and they're now just sprints, but there, there was some fantastic passing throughout the event that it, it was really competitive sort of stuff. Quite often, had tended to be a little bit of one car getting out ahead then you'd have a safety car which would bunch everyone up if there's an accident they all bunch up beside the safety car while they clear the track but last year it worked well there was a fantastic finish to it but this year well it strung out a bit at the end it seemed inevitable towards the last few laps but there was just some great passing during the event i have to say that this year's race was a true classic Bathurst race. It was one of those races that the absolute purists like myself appreciated the the tactics and the driving style and you know the fact that it rained a little bit at a critical point of the race that helped as well. But on the other side of the coin, my dear wife, who is a bit of a redhead but not nearly as much as me, she sat there beside me on the couch the whole time and enjoyed it from a slightly different perspective she was entertained by it so this year's race more than some in the last few years was really a race for everyone yeah i think that's right the thing that i found uh, amazing i mean the first 1000 kilometer race was in 1973 that took an hour longer and there were no safety cars yep. they averaged about 136 kilometers an hour still remarkable in cars that uh, people got in some other international races have got in. On a shorter track. Yes, didn't have the chase in it. That's right.
Yeah, it's still fundamentally Bathurst, but yep. still had one big long straight rather than a kink in the middle, which slows them down significantly. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's amazing. And the cars, who, who was it? Jackie Ix got in a Moffat's car and uh, drove it in practice, came back and said, Alan, it doesn't break. <laughs> Just, That's correct. So Alan went out and took it for a few laps and he said, the brakes are working perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> but we have to remember that Monsieur Ix had been driving Formula One cars and Le Mans racing cars at that point so something like a uh, a big old falcon coupe was uh, was not quite his cup of tea but i've since spoken to him and he loves he loves the memory of that one day of the of his life where he won bath sorry bath isn't it lovely yep characters it's it's really important sometimes uh, the, what you get on interviews tend to be a little bit of uh, drivers have now been to media training and so it, it gets a little bit of a similarity to it but there are characters there are great stories to it you've got a privateer story yeah look the russell brothers aaron and drew from newcastle novocastrian racing you can't get any more newcastle than that their father wayne competed in the three or four i'm not sure which uh bathurst 1000 events plus a couple of 12-hour races that had it had been his dream for a long time and the lifelong dream of the boys to race together in the main game as it's called at Bathurst this year they got their chance in a wild card entry they found some sponsors who were prepared to help them front up with the cash uh, to get a competitive well relatively competitive car they vowed right from the start that they wanted to drive to finish they didn't want any problems they didn't want to get in anybody's way they just wanted to do the job fly the flag and go home at the end of the day is how they put it to me and that's exactly what they did and i'll tell you what i had a little bit of a lump in my throat when the boys crossed the line in 17th on the lead lap ahead of the champion jamie winkup I tell you a story about a privateer, John Faulkner. Do you remember? I back do remember the, John, was, yes. Was that 90s, was it, I think? Uh, he, he, he raced up until 2005, I believe. But he was a privateer. He was in a practice and in a shootout, and he came fourth. Yep. He walked into the press area in Bathurst. I was there. And the whole crowd cheered. Yep. And uh, he then told a few, made a few jokes, made light-hearted of it and that. I was broadcasting for the ABC News Radio at the time. I cut together a little story which told his style a bit and then did the sound grab of the cheering. Yep. It was just a spontaneous reflection from a whole pile of people who were into the big money teams to find this guy had put it up there in fourth place in the practice, in the shootout. I just thought it was fantastic, and, and, and I think it made a great story. Yeah, and we, and we always get two or three good stories like that from every Bathurst race because Bathurst is a different track to every other track in this country. The race is a different race to every other race in this country, even though they're the same sorts of cars. It is just something special. This year's race was something particularly special. Also telling stories, I heard uh, Winterbottom, uh, frosty as they call him, give a talk. It was sort of an after-dinner sort of talk. And he just told his story. You know, when he was young, he won a little 50cc motorbike yep. in a raffle yep. and wanted to get into car racing. He went to the bank when he was old enough with a picture of a Mitsubishi uh, Sigma and said to the bank manager, I want $12,000 to buy this car. <laughs> the bank manager said, yes. He gave him the $12,000. He went straight out and bought a Formula Ford racing car. Yep. It's just, I just, 
And later he raced in a series as a privateer. We were talking about privateers. And he raced against Lewis Hamilton, now the world champion yep. Formula One driver. Yep. And that went down to the last race. They crashed together and Hamilton was the ultimate points winner. But uh, Hamilton, who was a fully backed team, they met after they had the crash together. And apparently Hamilton mentioned words which are not consistent with his religious beliefs, I believe, but uh, nonetheless. But, you know, what a great story. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the other thing about a lot of Australian drivers. They, they do go out and do it the hard way. I can tell you a few stories about kids who have shown promise. So mum and dad have mortgaged the house, literally taken out a loan on the, against the house for their kids' future. Now, isn't that some hell of a responsibility to put on the child's shoulders? Oh, yeah. But ultimately, those kids have succeeded, and uh, I would suggest repaid the uh, the debt many times over. You've got to be tough too, you know. It's uh, there's some good, warm, and uh, lovely stories. Jamie Wincup, uh, he made a big call on the weekend uh, to the chagrin of his team manager. Uh, uh, was it a fair call? Look, I'm one of those people that believe that the guy in the pits making the call is probably also the guy who's signing your your paycheck to do as he tells you. When you're on the track, you probably have a better handle on what's actually happening right there in front of you than the guy in the pits is ever going to have. So, yeah, look, when push comes to shove, the guy in the car, I guess, ultimately makes the decision that was a tough one for Jamie. I've got to, I've got to say, uh, I would not like to have been um, the judge, but I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in the in the office afterwards. <laughs> Some choice words that may not have been consistent with their religious beliefs. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's it. That's it. See, there you go. And that is another one of those dramas of Bathurst. You can't say... The man didn't see a green light on the safety car. Maybe he saw it for another car further ahead of him on the track. Like last year when he, he made the call to stay out while his car was running on fumes and ran out of fuel with a third of a lap to go and, and lost the lead. That's two years in a row that he's, he's tossed the coin and it's come down heads instead of tails. But uh, at least he's had enough character about him to make that call. So you have to admire it. You have to see both sides of it. But, gee, it's fun to watch, isn't it? A six-hour and 15-minute race and a decision that he had to make within 15 seconds. Probably less than that. Probably in 1.5 seconds. It's amazing. I don't want to mention it for one reason, but I do for another. There was a ladies' team there. Uh, But I I don't want to get into some sort of patronising sort of approach about it. The thing I say about them was, they, A, they had bad luck. They came across some fuel or... From the bloody Volvo driver. <laughs> spilt on the road and, and then crashed the car. It wasn't their fault. They were first on the scene and didn't couldn't cope with it. Yep. But then they got back and did well. Now, I, I just think it, it's a good story. And the fact that it happened to be two ladies, I think great for the sport and what have you. But I don't want to be patronising about it. I feel exactly the same way. And I, I, I was in every story that I wrote about Bathurst. And it, it's difficult. I mean, they, they are talented. No, obviously talented. The, the, the person who drives the safety car has 250 times the amount of talent 
on that track than I will ever have. But yeah. you have to have everything in perspective. And, and um, every time you think about it, you start to roll into that whole feminist and you don't want to you just want to say they're bloody race car drivers they put on their helmet they put on a suit they put on their gloves you don't know who or what they are they just get in a car and they drive it that's that's how your mind thinks um from from my point of view though yes when they when they were running they did a very good job but i have to say that with some pride being a novocastrian that they didn't do as good a job as the ruffle boys <laughs> Brent, it's lovely to talk to you, and I'm glad you enjoyed the event, uh, the Bathurst 1000. I know I certainly did. Thanks very much for your time. David, it was fun. That's uh, Brent Davidson from Newcastle, of course, the uh, Newcastle Herald and the Illawarra Mercury. We were talking about the great race, the Bathurst 1000.